Hey everyone, this is Caitlin. This is Lacey. And this is Women in the Trailer Industry. Today we're going to talk about a little bit about our integrating new team members into our team and just some things we've learned about that. So Lacey, most of it's affected your team. Yes. So <laughs> what a, what has your thoughts been on the sales side and what's that look like for you? So um, taking on new members is always exciting. Um, I think that it's exciting because you get a new atmosphere of what the sales room looks like. What is that culture? And if you've already built a good culture, then you know that you're bringing them into a good situation and it's not going to be like um, just like a, I, no, I wouldn't say dog eat dog because it could be that way. And that's fun too um, on sales, on the sales side, but more just like um, where they take those people in, they learn who they are and they're open to having new ideas, new perspectives in the room. So I think that's been really exciting. Um, the people that we've brought on board um, are really good um, resources and additions to our team. Um, I think they bring a, a good book of contacts with them. Um, and so we are already seeing kind of an influx of, of those customer base coming over from, you know, from them. So that's all good stuff. Um, we have with every new onboarding process, um, you do have some kind of pain points that you have to work through. Um, so tell us a little bit from your side what that is, and then I'll, I'll share what mine is. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, my place in this obviously is the culture part, the HR part right now. And, you know, really onboarding everybody, telling them all the things. And I'm sure once they meet me at first, it's like information overload yeah. because I'm like, we use this software and this software and you're onboarded here and this is where you view your pay stubs. And it's probably like, whoa, I can only imagine. Yeah, right? I need um, a pen and paper. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, it's all on your email. Don't bother. But, yeah. um, you know, so just kind of streamlining those processes. I think I have it as streamlined as I could possibly get, but you know, going in, sharing what our vision of the company is, what our core values are, what we're going to expect from them yeah. um, is good and bad. I mean, I'm always wondering what the other side thinks at that time. And I'm yeah. sure I could ask somebody, but you know, to get some self-feedback on how that process looks, but um, from a tech side, I mean, you have to make sure all the boxes are checked, all the things are done. And then, you know, like you said, the organization kind of on the sales side, I mean, you had to get new phones and, you know, everyone wanted partitions because it's so loud in yeah. the sales office. And so it's kind of a small room. And so just getting all that together and fairly quickly on our part yeah. um, is a lot. And it's kind of like chicken with the head cut off. But, you know, you just make a plan of action and just make sure that it's the best it can be for people without probably driving yourself insane. Yes. So I, I think we were there um, and we're working on getting better, but yeah. And I think for me, it was just um, really knowing we've always known we needed a process for everything. Um, what's that process that is, you know, what is it? 80% or 20% that will get you 80% mm -hmm. of the way. Um, so that's really what I've been like focusing on. And you're in real life situations whenever you're trying to come up with that process and every single, so, you know, just watching them go through what they do every day um, so that you could make a process. So when somebody new comes in, they're not just like, same thing as what you're talking about you throw all this information at them and then they're like, okay, so now I have to put in a sales order. Can you go back to what that is and how do I do that? You know, yeah. cause you've gone through all these things, you know? And so 
having a good process that they can quickly reference to get to whatever that process is with process within the process, right? So you have your over overarching process and then how do you get how do you make a sales order and how those those things go into it and stuff that they can reference that isn't, you know, number one, taking up your time. So you put in the time to train, but obviously, you know, people don't take in everything in for, until the seventh time that yeah. you say it. So um, they're not going to remember everything that you said. So having a, like a process written that they can reference is so crucial um, just to help you out for your time and to help them out too and, and help them be a little bit autonomous and in, in figuring out this whole workflow. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing to remember is it does take seven times for us to keep repeating yeah. ourselves and we're like, at wit's end at yeah. that point. You feel like it's 500 yeah. times. <laughs> but it's like, okay, I've really only told them three. Yes. It's just kind of a lot at this point. But definitely getting those processes written. Another thing that I've noticed is, like, without those written, it's kind of de- debilitating mm-hmm. for that person because we can tell them to do something, but, like, how do they figure it out, right. like, on their own if we're not there? So for me, especially with all the IT side of things. Um, I really liked writing the processes just because it helps people know what's going on when Mm -hmm. I'm not there to answer the question, you know? Um, So just getting those written seems like the best thing that's been for us. Absolutely. Um, Another thing that, that we are kind of um, working through right now is, um, you know, the people that we brought on, they're from another sales team that they had their own software, their own kind of way of doing something. Um, come on, you know, same industries come on to our team. Um, it's, it's really um, natural, I think, to want to hang on to your old process, your old mm-hmm. software, your old ways of resourcing things and sourcing things. Um, it's easy to hang on to those things because it's easy to get through the phone call and yeah. help that customer. And so I see that part of it, but, you know, a, a struggle point and something that we're just working through day to day is, you know, we do do things differently. We do have different software. We do have different ways of checking costs and price points and, and we do have different ways of handling customers. And so it's just, it's a hard transition, but I think that we have a really good team and they are transitioning really, yeah. really well. I mean, we're, we're in really, we're just in week two. Yeah. Of everybody being here. And so, um, we're, we're, everybody's fast. We're learning fast. We, we know that we're fast paced this year. And so Mm -hmm. we are, um, just doing everything that we can to give them those resources that they can reference. Yep. And in coming up, we even have more team members coming on. So I'm really excited to see kind of like where that pushes us, you know, so that we can create a new wave of people doing, you know, Uh, that's what I always tell Tyler is, like the doers kind of moved up in leadership position and now we're hiring more people and we're making them doers. And so it was like last year was kind of a transition point, but we couldn't lead and do and all that at the same Mm -hmm. time. So it'll be really exciting to get all the new team members, everyone in their flow um, with everyone we already have. Yeah. Um, Just doing whipping out the work and then going home and enjoying the the fruit of their labor, you yeah. know, so. And so I think that's really funny that we talk about, well, it's not really funny. It's just, it brings it all together <laughs> to me because, you know, our core focus is, you know, creating solutions faster so the doers can do for our customers. But isn't that exactly what we're doing for our employees and for yeah. our team members is giving them a solution so that they can do what they do yeah. so that the customer can then do what they do. You exactly. know, it's just, it all comes together and it's so beautiful. Like, aha, uh-huh, like we've done yeah. something right, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is 
is, you know, and I think this all came together. We've really laid out a structure of our business. And if you really just take a moment and think about what it all looks like, I think you get a lot of clarity from that just because you're not just doing things just to be doing them and thinking you're doing the right thing. You're actually like, okay, is this producing the most results? And we kind of had that mindset shift, you know, from Tyler. It's like, Mm -hmm. are we, are we focusing on the right activities? And so you know, my argument was like, not all the time, but we got to focus on these other activities too. So it's really figuring out, okay, how do you position yourself to focus on those right activities and then let other people worry about those other activities? So absolutely. Yeah. That's been a gold mine for me this year so far. Yeah. It's been good. And just always with that thought of what, what, if we're doing it, is it going to drive revenue? Is it going to drive profit? And for me, that was just like, that's an obvious thing that every company thinks about and obviously uh, has a goal in mind. But when you think about it in that way, every decision that you're going to make, is it going to drive revenue? Is it going to drive profit? And that could be an activity that doesn't necessarily tie right to it, but is that end goal going to be where you're driving revenue and profit? And you can tie that into everybody's position in this whole company. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, when you think about it that way, individually, it makes it much more clear for you to be able to do something that's beneficial for the company. Yeah. And I think highlighting that for all the customers, like what are they doing to benefit the company? I know when you're building an axle or when you're fulfilling a package, yeah, you know, like you feel like it's all for naught, right? But when you're gaining that actual money, I mean, every person here has a part in someone else's paycheck. Absolutely. I mean, it all begins with sales, but also it also begins with putting the listing on the site. So Mm -hmm. Um, just really people thinking about that so that they feel like they do have a purpose, Mm -hmm. um, at the table. And even though it's not sales where you can see direct, you know, benefit from it or, um, sales from it or revenue, I mean, they do have a place, you know, of importance there. So I think absolutely. Yep. Well, I think that's all we have today. Just a little recap, you know, Integrating a new team can be hard, but yes. just lay out your structure. Be sure you have your processes and, you know, just enjoy the ride and communication. So Yeah, take it and see how far you can go with it. We're excited this year. Uh, it's just, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fast. It's going to be crazy. But yep. let's see where we are in December, which I already feel like next month's December. Yeah. <laughs> it's January. <laughs> well, so. kind of, I was already planning Christmas. Yeah. And for those who've stayed with us this long, I don't think we've introduced on this show, but we also have a new team member over here that you may see. Yes. um, Mr. Silas. So he's not in your belly anymore and you're going to bring him to work. So he's going to be joining us for a few podcasts probably before he goes off to daycare, but uh, hopefully he'll be this good and silent for all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Wait a month. Yeah. Um, But that's all we have for you today. Be sure you like follow anywhere you stream your podcast and join us next time. Yeah. Don't forget also to follow Juan at full send. Um, His podcast will be streaming every week as well. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Bye.